0: Stacey, we've talked forever about your lunchbox veggie strategy, which is a list of go-to vegetables that your family loves and are easy to pack that you grab every time you go to the market, whether or not you've planned a meal or made a shopping list. It's true. I've been doing it for years because it helps ensure that I always have
1: veggies for packing lunch, even when I'm at my least organized. And the number one veggie on my Lunchbox Veggies shopping list is always grape tomatoes because they are sweet, great tasting year-round, and easy to take on the go. Us too, which
0: is why we couldn't be more excited about our latest sponsor, Nature Sweet, producers of cherubs and Constellation Tomatoes, which you can find in our grocery carts every single week. Even more exciting than working with a brand we already love and buy is when our favorite
1: brands launch new products that make life even easier. Our favorite grape tomatoes are now available in super convenient to-go packs that you can grab, pack, and eat. No washing
0: or peeling, just
1: sweet and ready to eat.
0: Both Nature Sweet Cherubs and their Constellations Mix are available in the brand new to-go packs, which come single or in a multi-pack of free that you can store in the fridge without worrying about the quality of your tomatoes. Like all Nature Sweet snacking tomatoes, they are non GMO and come in packages that are made of recycled material and fully recyclable. So basically, our favorite sweet snacking tomatoes packed ready to eat, straight from the fridge, and already portioned. It's almost too convenient.
1: Almost, Megan, but not at all. Bring it on. To learn more about Nature Sweet Cherubs and Constellation to Go packs and the Nature Sweet nine day get real challenge, visit naturesweet.com backslash promotions or at NSTomatoes
0: on Instagram. Someone's like, what should I do? I have a bunch of X and it's fruits or veggies. I'm like, you should freeze it because most things require just like the tiniest bit of prep and then you can have them for future use. Like zucchini, that's a prime one for freezing. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids.
1: Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Hey, guys, we have a very exciting episode. It's launching a whole new series. But before we get into it, don't forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you have an extra minute, leave us a rating or review. Those ratings help other busy parents and home cooks discover us. And actually, for Megan, those ratings and reviews just bring her lots of pleasure, and that's what counts most.
0: Because yeah, I mean, it's all about me here. After <laughs> you guys couldn't tell, it brings
1: me pleasure too. I didn't mean to make it sound like no, no, it was no, it funny.
0: Um, I have a question though. Do you think that our listeners know that we have done other series, like or what we consider <laughs> <laughs> series? Like, like, hey, t-
1: Stacy, do you think our listeners do? You think <laughs> I think we're clear with our listeners
0: sometimes i wonder and i do too That's why i am <laughs> laughing i'm like i don't know because we have the episodes that we do what we're cooking and eating now yeah, we consider one, that to right? be a series right yeah and then this year we started we loosely call it like veg out vegging out where we're like talking to vegan no about vegan and vegetarian
1: have to just since it's the two of us plus samantha like we have to divide and conquer so much i feel like there are things each of us thinks that we have discussed or shared with the other and then it's like oh i didn't know but all good thank goodness we trust each other so much so veg out yes okay so this is a new series we're announcing it (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. We don't have a particular cadence that we're committed to, but we are committed to revisiting it definitely seasonally, right? Right. Like at least once a quarter, if not more. It's called Use It Up, and we're going to be talking about how to make the best use of ingredients that we all tend to find lingering, maybe even languishing in our fridges. So, you know... You buy a jar of hoisin sauce for one recipe, and it's not something that you use all the time. We have ideas for how to use it up, but we're not going to talk about hoisin sauce this week. Not today. Not, not today. today. Today, it's going to be about late summer produce because I do feel like it's that time of year when we buy up the last of summer produce in a complete exuberant frenzy. Maybe don't always have a plan <laughs> for what we're gonna do, and then it's like, oh my god, what do I do with these five hundred pounds of zucchini and three humongous
0: bunches of basil? <laughs> wow, I really feel like you just are calling me out, <laughs> Stacey. Thanks. Or maybe Thanks you have a bunch. garden,
1: and those are the things that grow true, in abundance true. very easily,
0: right? So we're gonna we're gonna use it up. Yeah, for me, it's that every summer at the end of summer, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy a whole peck of peaches, and then I'm like, yep. oh, that's like thirty pounds of peaches, <laughs> Dude, and it's crazy. One what time am I gonna do with it? I bought like literally
1: crates of sour cherries. <laughs> and did you eat them I froze all? Them. Did you? I froze okay. them, and it took me almost two years to get through them all.
0: I will say that freezing is like my default. If someone's like, what should I do? I have a bunch of X and it's fruits or veggies. I'm like, you should freeze it because most things require just like the tiniest bit of prep. And then you can have them for future use. Like zucchini, that's a prime one for freezing. Frozen zucchini is so good in smoothies. It makes it super creamy. But then also you can have it on hand for like a quick weeknight saute of zucchini and onions as a side dish.
1: Yeah, or have you heard of zucchini butter?
0: Yes. Right? Like
1: making a zucchini butter, like shredding it really fine and squeezing out the liquid. So this actually brings me to a question about freezing. Do you
0: prep
1: the fruit and veg first before you freeze it or do you not or does it depend
0: it depends on the fruit or okay. veggie yeah for sure like zucchini i think it's better if you don't blanch it which is some required for some veggies but you do like chop it up in some way I, yeah. mostly however you like to use it i find the little like what is that shape where you quarter them and so they're kind of like a triangle
1: yeah like you you cut coins and then yeah, yeah exactly
0: I find that the most useful and zucchini is one of those things like I would freeze in a single layer on a parchment lined baking sheet and then move it to a bag versus like blueberries. Blueberries, you can honestly just like throw in a bag. 100%. They they have natural anti-sticking properties. And then other things like peaches, I would peel peaches, which honestly using the concassé sort of tomato, like the tomato technique where you boil them. You make an X in the bottom of the skin, you boil them really briefly. And then the skin is easy to peel off after you dunk them in an ice bath and then chopping them up for using later in crisps or cobblers or smoothies is my go-to for peaches. What about you? Do you do that extra prep when you freeze stuff? I feel like you don't actually freeze that much stuff.
1: I don't freeze that much stuff, but I, I definitely, it definitely depends on what we're talking about. Yes to zucchini. Yes to fresh herbs, most fresh herbs. Yes to peaches. I go either way. Like what, when I have time, it is the right thing to do to peel them. You're just going to get a better result. But I'm going to be honest that if I see something going bad and I don't feel like I have time, I will just cut it up
0: because that yeah. can
1: go into a smoothie just as well. You would just use it for different things, cut up a peach or a nectarine without peeling
0: it. I fully admit that right now I just have a weird ass smoothie bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Three strawberries, a half a banana, one yeah. a peach, and they're all kind of, it's literally just like all thrown in one bag. But I also wanted to follow up on two things one I wanted to mention that tomatoes specifically like fresh heirloom tomatoes that you want you just don't want to go to waste can be frozen whole and used for things like making tomato sauce or incorporating into like a pasta dish they're not going to be like you don't you're not going to want to slice them after you thaw them and turn them into tomato toast but like if you just don't want them to go to waste you can freeze them whole then they're easy to peel and then I wanted to ask you how do you like to freeze your herbs because that's one of those things like I have a bunch of basil that I need to figure out either making into pesto or something else for the freezer. So basil in particular, I do
1: like making into pesto. Okay. Because my kids love pesto so much. But also I do the thing where you freeze them in oil. So you just kind of wash, dry, quickly chop, prep them, and then get an ice cube tray, fill it with oil and put the basil in, like pack it, pack the urban first and then fill it up with oil. Because the great thing about that is that you can just pop that out and throw it right into a pan. And then you get, you know, you start immediately cooking. Sometimes I'll even chop some garlic and put it in there too so it's basil or another like thyme or rosemary and garlic olive oil cubes
0: yeah i saw a great tip and man now i can't remember where i saw it for doing something similar but using broth or stock in lieu of the olive oil and then that way you can add it into like a later cooking step in the process so you don't always have to like nice. start with olive oil or like yeah maybe you've already used olive oil for some other Part of it, and you just like want to finish off a pan of veggies with some herbs, and you don't want to add more fat, you can do that instead. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: I also like taking vegetables like zucchini. I like to prep in different ways. You can dice it, like you were talking about zucchini noodles, like or noodles or shredded, Mm -hmm. you know, grated, whatever. And then sometimes, and I think we'll talk about this too actually preparing something and then freezing it. So fritters is a really good one where you can take a bunch of zucchini and basil, for example, make very quick fritters, let them like freeze in a single layer and throw them in a bag. And then you can pop them in a toaster or the air fryer or something like that and just reheat them. And they make a great lunch for yourself or school lunch.
0: Yeah, I love the. I mean, fritters, like when you're like, we're going to do a use it up episode about late summer produce. In my mind, I was like, so a fritter episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty much a fritter episode. Um, but I think there's also something to be said for... Like not just doing fritters, but kind of making yourself like a stir fry kit, like thinking about the things that you automatically freeze and or like have in your freezer or would buy anyways, and like replicating those with the other things that you have on hand. I think also like batch cooking some big summer, like ratatouille, you know, you're using up a bunch of summer vegetables that way. And in the depths of winter, you might love to have something that's like already cooked and you can pull out and turn it into a a week meal. To grate
1: a great homemade tomato sauce. Yes, yes, That you can use like, and don't flavor it. Like just do a really simple, like cook those tomatoes down because then it can be all purpose. Like a succotash, like ratatouille. Yeah, all those delicious
0: things. Yes,
1: caponata. Oh, yum. I feel like we're talking about a couple of different things. It seems like at first, what we're talking about really is different methods of preserving. Mm -hmm. So freezer is a way to preserve. I want to talk about a couple of other preservation methods, and then we can talk about things to cook. Yes, which then you can eat right away, or you can freeze for yes. eating at a later date. But you talking about like caponata and you know tomato sauce makes me also think of jams, and you can freeze or preserve or can a lot of these things.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you can? I have not canned since I was a young single lady living in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> when you were wild and oh, canned, I know and had like canning parties. What a what wild a waste guy. of my youth and my hot bod. Oh my God, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> no, I I think like though a lot of what I do. It's like, pseudo, I want to say like pseudo canning, yeah which is like kind of, I don't know. It's not actually a thing, but I think of things like making a quick pickle, which involves a ball jar, right? But I don't actually have to like boil it to seal the jar. I just like stick it in the fridge and we just eat off of that for a while, which you know, we think pickles, we think cucumbers, but gosh, you can pickle anything. Cherry tomatoes, if you poke them with a skewer so that the brine can get in, pickle. Carrots, excellent pickle. Okra, pickle. Okra, yes. And also I want to say like, yes, I on Kitchen have a little how-to that's like how to pickle any almost any vegetable. But like, Taking the, the Grillo's brine and pouring it over just yeah. some chopped up carrots yeah, Biach, also Yeah, I love
1: that. It's so good. The important thing to note, though, is that that won't last
0: for a long time. Right. It's something you have in your fridge and you eat within yeah. like two weeks. Yeah. You give it a couple days to pickle in the brine and then you start eating it. Okay, so I said that as like pseudo canning, and then we mentioned in a recent um, episode about the slow cooker how much I love to make like butters in the like yes. fruit, specifically like peach yeah. or berries or whatever. But you could also make like tomato paste by yep. just letting your tomatoes go for a long time in the slow cooker. There was one other like sort of preservation preservation thing. Oh, I aspire to be a person who has a dehydrator. I am just. <laughs> It's about dehydrating. Oh, my and gosh. And make, like, zucchini like, chips. Me, or too. Our or our friend and former guest, Catherine McCorchie, is always making fruit roll-ups with her, for yeah. her kids it's in her dehydrator. It's never in my house. I'm going to be like, on And oh, want to be that mom i want to make fruit leather for my kids out of the squishy peaches
1: and you know i've done it in the oven and it's just like it, it's really not the it's same it's not the same it's a lot trickier if it's not exactly even there's like squishy parts and tr- yeah parts that are too crispy <laughs> yes you know? just not the same but i totally agree with you But it is fun. Like if you have an abundance of zucchini, just to put your oven at like 140 degrees or something like that. Thinly slice on a mandolin if you have one, and then you know toss with olive oil and parmesan cheese or cheddar cheese or something like that, and just cook it for a while, and then you get this kind of
0: crisp treat that's
1: yummy. Yes.
0: Somehow that reminded me of like oven drying tomatoes, yeah, and putting, and then you like cover them in olive oil. It's not like a sun dried tomato that you can put in the pantry, but it is a quick preservation method that then you can eat on for a couple weeks out of the fridge. It makes the olive oil really delicious for totally. having on bread. Totally.
1: So we just covered our bases with preservation preserving food right but let's talk about things we can cook because it's always that question in the listeners group like oh my god I have so much zucchini what do I make I don't know we keep picking on zucchini
0: (laughs) but it is one of those like it's a prolific garden grower yes it feels to me like cabbage remember how I've talked about how like I feel like I buy a head of cabbage and I think I've used like half of it and then the next time I go in there I'm like how is there like three quarters of a head <laughs> of cabbage in yeah, here? I surely deep. used half of it last time. Totally. And like, that's what happens with me and zucchini. I'm like, oh, I'll use these three zucchini. And then I'm like trying to grate it and sneak it into everything because I can't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, sister.
1: All right, so let's talk about some of these recipes you will be able to also like freeze and preserve to use for later. Yes, some are yes. better, right? So we talked about a lot about fritters. Can I just take a step back and not have a recipe, but just a method? I think yeah. roasting, a lot of vegetables can just be thrown onto a sheet pan with a little salt and pepper, olive oil. If you're fancy, a couple of garlic cloves and sprigs of thyme, maybe, whatever, if you need to get rid of that stuff too, and roast. So for example, doing that with cherry tomatoes or any kind of tomatoes is so delicious put it in a jar and it can be a pasta sauce. It can be like, not even a dip, but like something you serve alongside crusty Bed for a snack dinner. There's just so much that you can do for it. You can make a simple risotto with almost nothing except broth and rice and then throw the tomatoes in and that flavors it up. You can roast zucchini. What else can we roast in the summertime?
0: zucchini tomatoes corn is a great one to roast Yes, um especially if you want to like free like then you know portion it and freeze it for later it's a quick way to cook it also i just want to say it's like too hot in the south even at the beginning of september to turn on the oven to roast for very long (laughs) so air frying is like one of those ways i can get the same effect where i'm like quickly cooking things and then being able to reuse them Or also grill them for future eating too.
1: Yeah, because you're pretty much roasting on your grill, right? You're putting in a cast iron pan and shutting it. So I want to also say it's great for fruit, and people don't think about that, but stone fruit roasted plums roasted apricots roasted peaches roasted nectarines all those things are great and you can just like roast with a little bit of sugar and then have like a fake kind of compote or jam also though yes okay you were gonna say cheese i know you were i'm gonna say no i wasn't gonna say cheese (laughs) you're wrong i was gonna say go savory with those things so a little bit of oil a little bit of vinegar a tiny bit of fish sauce uh sumac, some pickled garlic or regular garlic sliced, you know, toss it all up. And it seems like a mishmash, but roast it. And it is beautiful with a little burrata or feta on top and some bread.
0: That's where I was going with the cheese when I was like, I know I you're going to say cheese. I was cheese. More thinking yes. about the flavor profile, but you're right. You're right. I said but cheese. But also again. though, that's like almost instant sauce too. Like what, if you don't want to go cheese and turn it into like something snacky with bread, it's almost instant sauce for like pork chops, pan-fried pork chops or grilled pork chops or chicken roasted chicken breast or roasted chicken in and of itself. Yep. Um great salad fodder also like throwing your roasted peaches into a salad. So good. So good. So roasting
1: is a whole method blender. Listen to that blender episode again. Blending is another great thing to do, especially if something's really like perfectly ripe or like at the edge of like turning, you may not even need to prep it with any kind of heat. So, you know, peel those apricots or peaches and throw them in the blender throw zucchini in the blender with some Parmesan cheese and oil and emulsify it and use it as a spread on something. I don't know. It just sounds delicious. (laughs) But there's a lot of stuff that you can do with your blender as well.
0: Yeah, and the whole category of gazpacho. Like, yeah. yes, traditional gazpacho is tomatoes and cucumbers, but I'm sure there are like zucchini gazpachos, sure. <laughs> really basic corn soups, or even like creamed corn that you can make in the blender.
1: Soups are great, sauces are great, because that's when you're going to use up a bulk. Like, if you have a whole bunch. And you're feeling overwhelmed and it's about to turn, you know, sauces and stuff like that. And like stews, like the ratatouille is a way to use a whole bunch up at once.
0: Yeah. And speaking of like using up a whole bunch in the blender, I went savory and thinking like gazpacho and stuff, but you could make like chia seed jam with your peaches like blend your peaches and thicken them with a little bit of chia seeds and some sugar or make like a peach sauce that then you can have over ice cream or drizzled on top of pound cake the rest of the summer too delicious a lot less work less babysitting than making like peach butter in the slow cooker too yeah
1: and Like tomato sauce. Okay. So I'm kind of moving on. The blender made me think of tomato sauce. So here I go. But taking a lot of those vegetables and just sauteing them and even just grabbing a jar of tomato sauce, flavoring it, and then repackaging it for later in the week, just so you get a veggie filled summer tomato sauce or roasting all of the veggies that you have that you're like trying to use up and then adding them to a jarred sauce. That's a really great thing too. And you can even blend it afterwards, not to hide the veggies from the kids, but actually it does kind of emulsify it and the vegetables take on a different flavor when they're blended into a tomato sauce versus a tomato sauce that has chunky vegetables in it. Roasted vegetable tomato sauce is actually
0: really great. And it is. It's a totally different flavor and texture profile. Yes.
1: Uh, Should we also talk about baking? I feel like you mentioned zucchini bread, chocolate zucchini bread. Maybe you didn't mention zucchini bread. (laughs) Maybe I imagined it. But muffins, quick breads, pies, galettes. You can get store-bought pie crust and do a
0: savory galette and use up a lot of veggies. Puff pastry can be a base yes all the things you mentioned quick breads zucchini bread zucchini muffins are all really great those are great things because you can grate like grate up a ton of veggies and incorporate them and then you can also freeze them for later so what about savory cobblers i mean cobblers of all kind but um joy the baker has a tomato i think And blue cheese sort of biscuit cobbler, which maybe sounds like too Mm -hmm. much. But if you had some zucchini and some tomatoes to use up and, like, roasted that with some olive oil and, garlic, like, minced garlic and then put biscuits on top of that, is that not the most delicious dinner?
1: That sounds delicious. You could do that with just, like, a ratatouille. Like, if you make just, like, a whole mess of, like, stewed summer vegetables, right? And then you freeze some, you use some as a pasta sauce one night and another night you pile it into a pan and top with biscuit dough and cheese. Even pop, I know you're the biscuit queen and it's so easy and I should make it from scratch, but even like- I will
0: never shame you bake. for using pop and bake biscuits. Or, no, whatever gets probably, in or done.
1: I would probably use Bisquick instead. I feel like that yeah. would give me a better texture for this.
0: Also, you mentioned this in a like an episode this year, but I don't remember now, where like making breadcrumbs from scratch and like toasting them in a little bit of butter, you could totally put that on top of this roasted veggie tray. Yeah. And basically make like a clear clear, though.
1: I need to be clear, not Making the breadcrumbs from scratch, but seasoning store bought seasoning store bought <laughs> breadcrumbs. I don't want people to
0: think I'm home making breadcrumbs. I am not. That would be false. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like incorporating Parmesan cheese yes. or lemon zest into that, like seasoned totally. breadcrumb. It's a great idea. You just like
1: heat the oil in a pan, add a bunch of panko. You can fill in with regular breadcrumbs too if you want. It just gives you a different texture. You definitely want panko in there too you can add some fresh herbs you can add the lemon zest like you're talking about and then at the very end like once it's just starting to brown add a bunch of like grated hard cheese i like using parmesan and then you know it's gonna go from light golden brown to dark golden brown quick even if all the cheese isn't melted, just turn off the heat. The residual heat will keep melting that cheese, and you'll get some clumps, some loose, some frico on the sides, and that would be awesome on yeah. vegetables.
0: Or you could like toast lightly toast the breadcrumbs, and then add the cheese off the heat and put that on top of the veggies, and throw them in to the oven to get that like yeah. almost like a crisp topping. I love that. On That's a genius it. idea. Um, I feel like I didn't invent it. Is it t- Tian 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 like veggie? It's like a veggie roasted thing. Yes. That is where the idea comes from. But you don't put enough breadcrumbs on it for me. The name. Yes. Can we talk about risotto really quick too? We can talk about risotto because I'm in pursuit of getting my family to eat zucchini and tomato risotto. Yeah.
1: I've been making risotto a lot this summer, mostly corn and tomato. Yeah. But, and sometimes I roast the tomatoes and add it at the end. Sometimes I chop up like one random tomato that's about to turn and add it in. You mentioned it in an episode, grating the tomato and using the tomato juice just to kind of like color and flavor the whole thing yeah it's a great finish or it brings like a little bit
0: of acidity there
1: but like any vegetable grated chopped (laughs) blended pre-cooked or not pre-cooked can be added to risotto and it's a really beautiful thing
0: yes and with zucchini i recently like shaved the outside of the zucchini with all the green on it And made that into like a little salad with almost like a Caesar-ish dressing and a bunch of Parmesan cheese. And then I grated the rest of it, the like core of the zucchini, and just folded that into the risotto. And no one complained because nobody noticed.
1: (laughs) You know... I've been making stuffed vegetables ever since going to Greece because that's a really big vegetarian staple in a lot of different areas around Greece. And you start by grating a tomato. And then also it's best when you have a variety of vegetables. So scooping out an eggplant, scooping out a zucchini, and grating all of that to make like a big mess of vegetables that you saute in a lot of oil, olive oil with onion and garlic. And then you add the tomato juice, and then you add the rice, and you just cook it till the rice gets like even less than al dente. You know, it's not super crunchy, but it's not cooked either. And then you stuff that rice back into the vegetables that you scooped out, and that's really a great way to use up a hodgepodge of vegetables, also.
0: Do you know that I ate so many stuffed peppers in culinary school that I cannot eat them anymore? It's really? Like the, yeah. For Like, first-year students had to cook for, like, in the cafeteria for the rest of the school. And for some reason, stuffed peppers were just one of those things that, like, once a week were a way to use up leftovers. Yeah. And now I'm like, I cannot. But I can get behind the idea of using... <laughs> leftover rice to make fried rice and use up vegetables, Yeah, that's one of my favorites because it's like the, you don't have to have a significant amount of any one vegetable to make it feel like a veggie fried rice.
1: Um, can I go rogue here? I'm just thinking about do. like spoon bread and corn pudding. Yes. Uh, that rogue? I, I love that. Because
0: yes. Tell me I want, I want I, to eat that now. But what
1: about using it with other vegetables? You probably have to be really careful of water content, but do we, can we do similar things without
0: Having to stick just to corn. Is that weird? Yes, I think 1000%. Yes. Okay. Again, like me. you're saying, <laughs> you might have to pull back a little bit on like whatever the liquid or dairy is in to account for like the juiciness of a tomato or the juiciness of a zucchini, but like why not? Also, say, can you go like savory bread pudding? Do like tomatoes yes! and zucchinis incorporated there, which then opens up the whole world of like quiches and frittatas, yes. which are oh, another. Excellent. Like you're kind of baking, you're using up things. It's savory baking. You can freeze those in slices for future yeah, you can make
1: breakfast bur- prep ahead breakfast burritos with that. You can school lunches. There's so much that you can do with it. And yes. I'm just gonna give bacon a shout out here. I don't know why, but just because <laughs> if you go in this direction, I want you to know that your family, unless they're vegetarian or really hate bacon, probably won't hate you if you just use a couple of slices. First, render that fat and then cook that like corn and those veggies first. And then, you know, turn them into spoon bread or frittatas or quiche. Okay. Hear me out.
0: Okay. BLZs, bacon, lettuce, zucchini. (laughs) BLP, bacon, lettuce, peach.
1: Bacon, lettuce, peach. I'm into Zucchini just makes me go, nah. Unless you (laughs) wanted to take the zucchini and treat it the way a lot of vegans do, eggplant,
0: turn it into bacon. Yeah, yeah. Turn
1: it into something
0: like smoky and delicious. I was thinking marinated, so it gave me like tomato vibes, but I could get down Mm -hmm. with that. Also, I think I'm just saying in general, like, hey, don't forget you can just eat all those veggies like on a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, that's a
1: really, really good point. And also pull out that ricotta cheese, make a quick whipped feta, boursin, if you don't want to make something. A lot of these things like just roasted hodgepodge veggies or soft apricots that you just like quickly saute in a pan to get them nice and juicy are all delicious on bread with cheese. (laughs) Serious. (laughs) I mean, ricotta with that and some, like, fresh basil and a drizzle of olive oil and sprinkle of salt is killer.
0: I really do fear that this Use It Up series is going to be like, how can you just (laughs) eat bread and cheese? You got leftover hoisin? Leftover (laughs) chili, Chris? Bread and cheese. Bread and cheese. I
1: never apologize about that. I will not. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) On that note.
1: On that note, you know what I'm going to say. Our community always has the best ideas. We want to hear how you guys are using up that late summer produce that you bought because you had aspirations <laughs> being Martha Stewart. <laughs> and actually, you're you and we love you as you are. So let's yes. work together to use up that produce and not have food and money waste. Great. So, Great visit us at didnigestfeedyou.com slash community. There we offer a free listeners group. That's a free space for everybody. But we also of course have a supporting membership that comes with amazing perks including two exclusive mini episodes every single month, live events, lifetime access to a private Instagram feed, quarterly giveaways and we promised that they would always be valued at a minimum of $300 and our last
0: one was valued at around $600. So, woohoo! worth your time we hope find us regularly on instagram where we are at didn't i just feed you and there you can also find a link to subscribe to our newsletter or if you're not on insta subscribe to our newsletter right from our site didn't i just feed you.com i just always want to plug that there's a recipe and a favorite find every week that comes to your inbox we do not spam you it's good stuff only delivered directly to you
1: and subscribe. Of course, that's the whole point. Subscribe to the show, Didn't I Just Feed You, wherever you get your podcast, so you don't miss a single episode.
0: Thanks, Samantha Gatsik, our wonderful editor. I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next week. What is something you would never eat? I would never I eat think. fish. I don't <laughs> like fish.